and welcome to my first episode of We Edinburgh Coffee and Chat, the podcast. Um, it being the first episode, I had to find an amazing guest to kick it off, but I should say I have actually um, bent my own rules because my guest is actually from Glasgow and not from Edinburgh, all the rivalry. Um, but she's so funny. I'm one of my favourite small businesses, so I know that you will forgive me. My first guest is Angie from Offensive Occasions. She's not only launched her own business as a side hustle, still managing to work full time, but she actually launched in the summer of 2020 when we were all binge watching box sets and baking banana bread. What I love about Offensive Occasions is that it knows its audience and it jumps right in. It's non-apologetic and so unique. You may have seen my fuck off rainbow pin <laughs> if you're following me on Instagram. But that is what the business is all about. Not telling people to fuck off, but being non-apologetic. So before we go any further, I would actually like to caution that this episode, as you may have guessed, might not be suitable for tiny little ears um, because there may be some offensive words. But I would like to now introduce and say a big wee hello to Angie from Offensive Occasions. How are you? I'm absolutely grand. Thank you so much, Marty. And thanks for having me as your first guest. I'm proper chuffed about it. Chuffed. <laughs> Thank you so much. It's such a big thing to start a podcast, I think. I had to choose someone super fun for my first episode. Um, and the fact that you're not from Edinburgh is such a small thing, because as you might have guessed, I'm not from Edinburgh either. So I think we're in good company. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> Um, do you want to tell us about your business, first of all, and how the idea for Offensive Occasions actually came about? Yeah, sure. So, well, I've been thinking about Offensive Occasions for a long, long time, like like literally years, years. And it, it stemmed from, I mean, you can find, I, I'm not doing anything that any like other people are not doing. I've not reinvented a wheel. But when I was buying cards for my pals, they were all like slightly wild, a little bit crazy, a little bit um, <laughs> unnormal, we shall say not normal <laughs> at all. Well, I, I could never really find something that I wanted to send them. So, and I've always been thinking about it. And then it was just like, you know what? I'm knocking on, I'm getting older. I mean, when are you going to do it? If not now type of thing. So unfortunately for, you know, the world, everybody, COVID hit. For me, it I mean, it's it's been horrendous and it's been an awful time and it's been so sad, but a lot of good has come from that. And the good thing that came from it for me is I had more time. So the time I was traveling to work and traveling back, which in rush hour traffic, you know, can be, you know, you can be an hour to go 10 yeah. miles. Yeah. So I had this extra time and I just got thinking and I just got thinking, and I'm one of these people as well, Marty, I can't sit still. <laughs> I, I just can't I'm not I'm just like right I could do this I could do that well that needs doing and I just I really I'm, I've always been a busy person and I thought you know what I'm gonna I'm just gonna do it and I think it was a bit about you know like I have so much belief in other people and I'm the first person to say somebody do it you can do it you know I believe yeah. you can do it but then there's part of you that kind of puts things off and it's like, oh, can I? And I thought, do you know what? I'm just for once going to take my own advice and I'm going to do it. So 
I did. I love it. And you sell, so you sell cards, pins, um, yeah. party banners. Yeah. So Are you expanding? You're expanding into wax melts, aren't you? Yeah, so, right, what it is, that's what I'm saying. I can't sit still for a minute. <laughs> so predominantly, it's gift, it's greeting cards. So that's anything from birthday cards to thank you cards, anything you would buy a card for, you know. I know you've bought quite a lot of my cards as well, so... <laughs> engagement cards, wedding cards, divorce cards. I've got a range of, um, I'm glad you put the disclaimer out there. I've got a range of cards <laughs> called Fuck You Cancer. Um, that's something that I know touches everybody's life. Yeah. So, uh, and they also, I make a donation to Macmillan um, from the sales of them. Um, so any cards you can imagine. So they're the predominant thing, party banners, um, and I am not for one now encouraging people, yay, let's all have a party. We'll need to stick to the rules, people. But for example, it was my husband's birthday a couple of weeks ago, and we had six pals in our garden. So we had the garden was full of banners. The banners are selling incredibly well. Um, they are quite sweary. So I've got kind of I love the banners. Coming out yeah. lockdown range, which is I just think the <laughs> some of the the slogans just really sum up what people think about COVID right now. And I'm sorry. I, I told you before we start, <laughs> you're going to hear a yowl and cat. We've it's got a little cat visitor. It's because he's not getting attention. <laughs> like so all needy. men. He's so needy. Um, <laughs> so I do also, I do enamel pins. I do tote bags. Mugs are, our mugs are really popular as well. So they're all tongue-in-cheek. They are offensive. They are sweary. But they're offensive in a way that it's something you would send to your pal. It's not, you yeah. know what I mean? It's something you would send to the person you can say anything to, the person who knows you inside out there. So it's oh. the never mean, it's always fun. But yeah, mm. oh my God, sweary. Yeah, really. Sweary. <laughs> the sweary things are the ones that sell the best. Oh, they totally are. Yeah. Like my, that pin that I wore and I put a picture on Instagram, so many yeah. people commented. Yeah. Um, if you haven't seen my Instagram post, it's basically a pin with a rainbow and it looks very sweet and it has a cloud on either side and says fuck off on each cloud. <laughs> so once you get very up close, it's maybe not as sweet as expected. I've been banned from wearing it to school pickup as well by oh, the dude. Well, listen, if people are close enough to read it, then they're too close to <laughs> You need to give them a poke in the eye and tell them to back off. <laughs> oh, that's sort of like a COVID pin, isn't it? If they're so close. If you're too close, <laughs> back off. You can read my pin. I've actually, got a, I've actually got a tote bag that says something like, and it's like tiny wee writing, if you're close enough to read this, back the F off. <laughs> I mean, obviously, it's not for everyone, is it? No, oh God, no, no, no. And the thing is, right, I'm of the opinion, you like it, you like it, you don't, you don't, it's fine. Mm -hmm. I mean, we're having like that wee chat before we started. It, no, not everybody is going to like what you do. But what I will say is the people who do like offensive occasions and the people who follow us on our socials, and the people who are buying from us, they are just so amazing. And I'm seeing people come back again and back again and back yeah. again. And I really love, for me as well, one of the important things I wanted to create with Offensive Occasions was not just stuff to make people laugh. And who doesn't love to laugh? I mean, it's mm -hmm. like my favorite thing to do. I love it. But I wanted to create, and I, st I think I can do it. I don't think it's impossible. A business that works, but also a business where the customers feel like the part of something 
they feel like they're part of our odd little mm. weird family um and i you know that's something for me that's really important i don't just want to be oh somebody's placed an order great pack it up send it out i put mm-hmm. notes and everything yeah i love your notes your notes are so sweet i can't remember what you wrote on my last note i've just bought two identical cards for my sister i think i intimated that you were starting to get a bit stalkerish <laughs> you've been back i was like oh do you, you again do I really it probably was worrying about this <laughs> it probably was to be fair but doing that gives me so much joy i mean i really really love it um and i've always been a wee bit odd and a wee bit weird who isn't you know but I, mm-hmm. I really love taking that time to and I just I genuinely want people to know that when they're buying something from me it's dead important it's it's yeah. so important um and I want it's the whole small that. business thing again isn't it like the whole when you buy something from a small business it means so much and so many of them put like an extra something in the parcel or like an extra note. And Amazon aren't doing that, are they? It doesn't mean anything to them. I mean, Not to bash Amazon. But great. I mean, I've had, I mean, God knows how many Amazon deliveries I've had. <laughs> we all have. Me and the whole country. But when I'm buying, I tend to buy, try and buy from small businesses mm-hmm. as well. Um, just because you're right, they do go that extra mile. Um, and the thing is, it's like you're not, you know, the, that, the, the meme that's going around to the whole thing, you're not buying for a second house, you're not buying for this. For me, you're buying for dreamies yeah. for this cat who squeals constantly. <laughs> that's where all my profits go. And snacks. I mean, that, that's what that's what you're paying for when yeah. you buy something from me. So you keep me in snacks. That's a lovely <laughs> thing to do. Now, that would be a card. Yeah. For buying from my business, you keep me in snacks, you we fucking legend. Just to keep it on brand. I'm not fussy <laughs> about snacks. I'll take anything, to be honest. Oh, I love it. Um, now, obviously, as people will have noticed by now, you're from Liverpool originally. Yeah. Um, when did you move to Scotland and why Glasgow? Why not Edinburgh? Right. Okay. <laughs> so I, I'm going to do the shout out for the Glasgow creator. No, what it was, right, Scotland I love. Just the, it's, I mean, I've travelled a lot and I'm really lucky that I get to, go to gorgeous places mm-hmm. i've never seen a place as beautiful as scotland particularly the highlands i mean it's just yeah. like heart-wrenchingly beautiful it's gorgeous um one of my second favorite places we've spoken about this before melbourne love melbourne love the yeah. attitude love the people but glasgow for me um I just love it. It's just the people are hilarious. It's very yeah. similar. It's very, very similar to Liverpool. It's just we use different phrases and different words with a different accent, but the actual kind of the the working class kind of grassroots feeling yes. is there. The humour. I mean, honest, and nobody. I mean, I'm good at swearing. I'm great at swearing. <laughs> my, actually, my nana was a great swearer. Oh uh, wow. Oh, she was shocking. The thing she used to teach me, I remember going into school once, you know, they asked you, what have you done at the weekend? Mm-hmm. And I said, my nana taught me a song. So and I, to this no. day, I can't remember it. But I do remember <laughs> singing it. And then it, it was about a woman who milked a cow. And I, remember, <laughs> I remember the last line and it was something like she pulled 
She pulled its tail instead of its tit, and two seconds later, she was covered in shit. So I like <laughs> a little cute kid with like my oh. big goofy teeth and my glasses, and I'm singing this song, and the teeth are horrified. <laughs> so this is where I get it from, and that humor goes dead well with Glasgow humor. Plus, my husband's a Glaswegian, mm-hmm. um, so it's I, I've actually lived in Glasgow for longer than I've not lived in Glasgow. I've been wow. here for like. 20 odd years um okay i've had a break in between where you, you know you do that thing when you're like in your early 20s you go and find yourself which basically yeah. means like slumming it around <laughs> dodgy hostels and stuff and drinking bloody speed induced whiskey oh. on a, a beach in thailand or something like that <laughs> so i done all that and then i came back but I, I love it it's you know it's it's my home my home will always be where i grew up um but for me, it's it's my second home. Mm-hmm. I'm that posh, don't I? I've got two homes. You do um, sound posh. Oh, you live in Glasgow, so. Oh no, I'm gonna get hate from. Oh, oh, oh don't give a hate. She doesn't mean it. <laughs> I love Glasgow. Do you know what? The best shopping. The first time I ever came to Scotland, I went to Glasgow. And I went on a shopping rampage. I could not understand anything anyone was saying to me. So I just kept saying yes to everyone. But I was left on my own to go shopping for a day. And I went berserk. And I loved it. It's so funny, though, because I went to, me and Mike went to New York a few years ago, just like a wee short, short trip. I don't really do, like, beach holidays. I get I can't sit still. I get bored. Yeah. Um, and I was expecting people to be fabulous. And I was like really geared up for seeing people sashaying down the street, just looking amazing. And the people in, in Glasgow and Liverpool, like way ahead with the fashion. So I was yeah. a little bit disappointed in New York, I have to say. I maybe should write that in a letter to the mayor or something. <laughs> um, but no, Glasgow, I love Glasgow. I love the people, the humour, the sayings. I mean, some of the things... But yeah, and you just, I mean, I heard something not that long ago and it creased me off. And somebody <laughs> said, it, they were talking about being nervous and they said, they said their arse was making buttons. And it was just like, <laughs> I've never heard it before. And it was so descriptive oh. and so visual. I mean, how can you not love living in a place where somebody says that? And I mm-hmm. actually think it was maybe they said it in the post office or something That's like that. Brilliant. A, a general chit chat, but yeah. You know, <laughs> They do have the humour, I think, over Edinburgh. They definitely have the humour over Edinburgh. In Glasgow, the chat is just hilarious. You can go to any bar. Jasper's about to jump up on the table. I'll just warn you, you're going to hate him. That's okay. There he goes. Um, He's so destructive as well. Seriously, Jasper, I don't know what he's done. Um, yeah, you can you go into a bar in Glasgow and you can go in as a stranger and then literally you leave with like loads of pals. You just get the chat and it is hilarious. It is so yeah. funny. So I would agree with that actually. I do think all of Scotland is absolutely welcoming. So oh, welcoming wherever you go. Yeah. yeah. Although I think a lot of the UK is a lot of the north is really welcoming. Not that's, that's the on the south. No, no, no. But yeah, I mean, I'm offending everyone all over the place, am uh, I? But... Yeah, well, you talk to agents. <laughs> Welcome to my world. <laughs> no, it's um, the the north of England. Definitely have a lot in common 
well it's to do with the industry it's to do with the working class yeah. roots it's the politics but they have so much in common with glasgow that it's and scotland as well um and it is totally political but i think that's where the the kind of um the brilliant kind of mix comes from you can really just you get it you yeah. get each other and it's you've got a similar sense of humor a lot of the time similar upbringing although there's a lot of differences but yeah it's i, I love glasgow i love scotland love going through to edinburgh edinburgh is such a beautiful city it's so yeah. pretty Really it is so like pretty. pretty. There's a view, isn't there? Everywhere. Everywhere in Edinburgh you look, there yeah. is a view. The thing I hate, though, the one thing I absolutely hate about Edinburgh is those bloody stairs. Are they called <sighs> the flash? Is it the flash market stairs? Is that what they're called? Oh, I should know this. Do you know what? Is it the fish market? I don't know, but, like, honest to God, it's... Like, I know the stairs you mean, though. Oh, I honestly... And not that long ago... Well, I say not that long ago. I keep forgetting we've had a whole year of, like, nothing. <laughs> but when I was in Edinburgh last, I was like... I looked at them and I thought, nah, it's fine. I can do that. I swear to God, there was old women with shopping trolleys passing me. <laughs> I got to, like, the first platform and I seriously thought I was going to vomit. It was horrible. And I was trying, like, not to like show everybody that yeah. I was about to pass out. I'm fine, I'm fine. Oh my God, I got to the top and I actually thought I was going to die. And my first thought was, I hate Edinburgh. I hate <laughs> I'm never coming back here again. But it was, uh, yeah. Other than yeah. other than those stairs, they should just be turned into a ramp. A uh, Stena stair lift. <laughs> that's why none of us use those stairs we all avoid them we well, you the because you live there and it's tourists like me that, that are like that yeah, yeah. we uh, laugh we stand and laugh at those people <laughs> they're taking the stairs amateurs come on <laughs> um so speaking of scotland i would love it if you could give me your three favorite small businesses in oh, scotland i know it's hard because there's a billion. really really difficult really difficult so i'm gonna right so firstly my husband's business melvin creative i have to say that because obviously i do but also he's brilliant. <laughs> the graphic designer he does loads of brilliant work he's amazing rude cookies glasgow oh yes have you posted oh. them on your website on your instagram uh, recently like they are amazing they're unbelievable they are the the girls are in girls the women but the gals they're insanely talented insanely talented any any chance i get to like buy rude cookies for a, a birthday or whatever <laughs> i'm on it, it, really love bad, them. it? <laughs> they're amazing and then like so my pal jillian she's a photographer so jillian derwin photography she's the woman who comes up with all the brilliant concepts for my photos oh, so i'm literally i mean god love her she's incredible i just give her stuff and like turn up it's like jillian there's a box of things <laughs> do your work and she I mean she just knocks it out the park every time she's brilliant so most of the photographs you see on the website that's down to Jillian oh, wow. uh, and things like so the wax melt you mentioned so mm -hmm. collaborated with EJ Aromas so they're brilliant that's again a small female run business um then I've done I'm gonna go a bit further <laughs> than three reason dipped I've done collaborations with them um Oh my God, my pal's got a business, One for Growth. They're amazing. Uh, and I'm do I'm dead excited about this. So they're not based in Glasgow, but I'm doing a Father's Day collaboration with Naughty Slabs who do like slabs of chocolate with 
Like, oh, I've seen them as well. Yes, they're so up your street, aren't they? One for Growth. I'm pretty sure I follow One for Growth. They're amazing as well. Yeah, yeah. So Heather, I've been friends with Heather for a long time. And she's brilliant. Um, I just, I'm so there's so many businesses, and that's, I mean, there's so many amazing small businesses. In mm-hmm. It's so, very hard to cut it down to three. I think I couldn't, and I've, I mean, if I had to mention like everybody and I've probably not mentioned as many as I should I'll be getting like threats through the post or something. <laughs> that's all right um, tell them I cut you off I was like no shh that's yeah we're well, blaming on Marty Blame me. Marty's a terrible <laughs> editor <laughs> it went on for 45 minutes <laughs> what a bitch <laughs> she only kept the ones that she liked it's so rude um so Coming back to your own business, what are your future plans for offensive occasions? Oh. Or is it sort of just you go as you think up an idea? Because I know that's a really hard question. It, it is and it isn't. So I am trying to kind of figure out what people want. And I'm, I've tried stuff and it's mm-hmm. not worked. And that's fine. The things you think are going to work don't work. The things you're like, oh, I'm not too sure do work. I mean, I'm constantly asking people. So I've got a group of people around me that I'm always like, what do you think of this? What do you think of that? My sister, um, we call her Fizzy. Um, she helps me with a, with a lot of stuff. She's totally my sounding board. Um, she was the one that convinced me not to call one of the wax melts in my pack short, she was, <laughs> which I was going to call. <laughs> so she was like, really, is anybody going to buy a wax melt that they think smells of like a short? I was like, right, fair enough. <laughs> but, um, so the, the idea is like try things, keep asking people. The feedback I get from customers is amazing. And I do, honest to God, take it on board. And if I don't like it, I don't listen to it, let's be honest. <laughs> That's what we all do. <laughs> I actually do listen. But I love getting feedback. Um, the plan, honest to God, right, is the plan. I want it to be so successful that I can go and eat myself into oblivion, drink on a beach, I'm not yeah I, I want it I want it to be successful I want it to make people laugh what I want for offensive occasions is for it to be the first place that people think right I've got I need a credit card uh, a credit card <laughs> that is a big plan I need a credit card <laughs> that's true I'm looking the in front of me on my desk but I'm looking at that um I need a card for somebody um offensive occasions that's what I want it to be but I'd love to be able to say to me, Mum, do you know what, Mum, stop working. Come and work for me. Yeah. Be my be my bitch. Come and pack up envelopes for me. <laughs> to say to me, Dad, you know what, Dad, you don't have to be working anymore. And yeah, that that I mean, that's the ultimate aim is to yeah. love my family. That that's the honest to God ultimate aim. But anything in between is just it's great. And just making people laugh is great. That, mm-hmm. that, that keeps it me seems happy. like a fun business to work in as well. Hilarious it's hilarious I love it I mean the interaction I get from people on like Facebook and Insta is so funny I mean some of the things like you're funnier than me that's like I I wish I could steal that that's brilliant I mean it's it's great I love it it's tiring don't get me wrong and I'm trying to find the balance Marty between kind of taking a bit of time for me because I work full time as well yeah I really if people have made an effort to comment or like something then I want them to know that I appreciate that and the only way Mm -hmm. you can do that on social media is to say oh thanks for that or I know right and stuff and I really do like that interaction 
love you it. are really good with that i've noticed you are really good whenever anyone makes a comment not that i'm you know looking at people's things to say <laughs> <laughs> no but it's good you are and that's great feedback because i i do want it to be noticed and will it get i mean there might be a point that i can't do that with everyone but right now while mm -hmm. I can, that's really important to me to recognize that people have taken the time out of the day to say that's brilliant or that's funny or love this it's so nice and it is yeah. appreciated yeah yeah. And it's such an easy way to connect with your customers on, I'm not going to go into a whole social marketing thing now, because that would be boring, but it is such an easy way to like connect with your customers yeah. online because you're an online business and you can't see them in a shop and say, yeah. thank you so much. And yeah, yeah, it's such a good way to do it. Um, now this is a very important question that I'm going to be asking everyone that comes to my uh -huh. podcast. So uh -huh. Prepare yourself. Yeah, I'm prepared. I'm ready. Two questions. Yeah. Is haggis a yay or nay? It's a yay. Mm -hmm. If I think what's in it, it's a nay. <laughs> but mainly veggie haggis. Yes. Yeah, I like veggie, veggie haggis. Haggis is quite nice, isn't it? Yeah, I've had I'm it a few times. Yeah, I'm trying not to eat meat at all. I kind of stopped in January. But mm -hmm. no, I do like haggis. I love it, but it's one of those things... If I think about it when I'm like, oh, God, this is oh, so tasty, yeah. so nice, the spices. And then when I start thinking about it, I start like the... Oh, you, know, you can't think that, about it. And you start like... Yeah. I can't. yeah so. Haggis bulls. Haggis bulls are the best. Haggis pakora. Come on. Oh, I've not had that. Oh, are we making people hungry, do you think, or making them feel sick? Probably. I'm really <laughs> hungry, so... Now... I feel sick. <laughs> <laughs> it's a fine line. Um, what about a fried Mars bar? Definitely not. I couldn't think. I've never had one. I would never eat one. No. I mean, Mars bars are perfect as they are. Why would you mess with that? Yeah. It's yeah. weird, isn't it? I've never yeah. had one, but I'm hoping oh. I'm going to find someone that says yes. Yeah, you might do. I don't know. I just, I, I actually thought they were an urban myth. I thought they were an urban myth. Yeah, and people were saying it to me because I was Australian and they were trying <laughs> to like, me in. I'm like, no. I, I did see with them advertised, and I also saw advertised um, deep battered deep fried cream eggs, which, oh. honest to God, if that wouldn't give you, what's the worst diabetes? Is it type one or two? Whatever, type oh, three. I don't know. Diabetes, one of them. It would give you something like that instantly. I mean, oh. should, yeah, no. Definitely. It's just horrible. There is actually a chip shop that sells fried Mars bars, not far from us. Um, but you but do. You do the chips. Do you do the salt and sauce over in Edinburgh? Is it salt and sauce, sauce you get on your chips, like the brown sauce? Oh, uh, some people get that, but it's and usually everything. just... I don't know. Uh, I thought it was. I might be making that. Curry. Up. People do a lot of chips in curry sauce oh, here. That's nice. Yeah. Just have chips. Yeah. All it's chips are good. For all the things I eat, and I totally... I, I'm like the easiest person to go out to eat with because I'm like, yep, yep, I'll eat, I'd eat that, 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 that. I don't eat a lot of chips. Oh. Uh, they don't really. No. What the hell? The only time I'll have them is if like I've gone to the beach for the day and you get like a bag of chips and the oh, chips yeah. taste better like when you're sat on a wall like getting attacked yeah. by eagles having to like yes she, she, oh she, my god and in the end you end up just lashing your chips in the bin because you yes. get so pissed off that you can't eat them anyway i'm trying Too to eat 
It's scary eating food on the beach. Once, this is completely off topic, but once when we were in Blackpool, we had taken the dude to Blackpool and he must have been quite little. I think he was about six or seven and we're walking along the beach. We bought hot donuts because that's what you do in Blackpool. And all these giant, like no one was on the beach eating and like there was people sitting on a wall and they were watching us. And I remember saying to my husband, why are these people watching us? It's just a bit weird. It's like not really anyone on the beach really and there's no one eating because there was loads of food stalls yeah. and these giant giant son of a bitch seagulls come flying down they were like prehistoric size grabbed the like came in to grab the donuts out of the <laughs> out of the bag i freaked out and like put them in my pocket like squashed them all into my pocket the dude freaked out because there was all like seagulls above his head i think it was like a scene out of the birds yeah. he threw his donut up into the air and screamed because oh, he was God, so scared rather i was like why don't you just put it in your pocket <laughs> Uh, well, that's true, but yeah, I can totally see the, the freaks that my dad was telling me. He was down in Wales and he was just about to eat whatever it was and literally a seagull sw- swooped down. <laughs> but then the thing, it must have been, I don't know, it was something bad or whatever it was, but it was so heavy that the seagull like, <laughs> landed to try and eat it. And my dad goes running down the prom. And I think they were in Landudno with a, his bag of chips in his hand, trying, trying to launch a seagull off his foot. I was like, Jesus. The fish are those seagulls and they are so gallus. They just um, don't give a damn. It's like, you're eating, I want it. They're terrifying. Yeah. They've, like, they have, they're seagulls in Australia, but I do not remember them ever being as big as they seem to be here. No, these gulls are like gulls on steroids. The oh, they really are. They're tough little buggers, aren't they? <laughs> <laughs> um, now, we're moving on to coffee. Yeah. Best place in Glasgow for coffee and best place for brunch. Oh, so coffee. I tend to be a tea drinker anyway. I do like coffee, tea drinker. Right, so... Deniston is a great wee area for coffee. So there's lovely, a lovely place mm-hmm. called Mesa. And um, yeah, so places down, there's some cracking places in, in Deniston for coffee. Um, brunch, my house. <laughs> I'm one of these people. I find brunch a weird concept. I know Do that you? Oh, no, um, we were getting on so well. No, I just don't like, if it involves like booze, then all right, I could go in. <laughs> I don't know. It's like if people ask me brunch, it's like, like, what is it? Are we, I think it's just like making up words to excuse eating whenever no. you want, which is fine Eggs in my Benedict. book. Eggs Benedict is the best meal. If oh. they can get that right, that is the best meal. Yeah, now, oh, yeah, I would go. I don't know. I don't know about brunch. But that's a breakfast, surely. It's not breakfast. Yeah, anymore. but you don't feel like eating... For some reason, you don't feel like eating eggs benedict at nine in the morning. Like it needs oh, to be more speak at eleven for o'clock. Speak for yourself. <laughs> you could eat the pizza at nine o'clock in the morning. <laughs> you put it in front of me, it doesn't matter what time of day oh. I'm eating. But no, um, yeah, I would say my house. I love cooking. I love cooking for people. Um, I like. I'm like a total. My mum's a feeder as well. My sister's mm-hmm. a feeder. So it, it runs in the family. So if you come to my house or you go to my mum's house or my sister's house. You're fed whether you want it or not. So I brunch could be my house. That would be. Do you do a good eggs Benedict though? I, I can do good pretty much. I'm a pretty good cook. Okay. I can do pretty much good anything. I believe, yeah. Crispy yeah. bacon. It has to be almost burnt. 
except for bacon. None of this pink stuff. <gasps> yeah. Because well, oh, you're not eating meat. And yeah. also, the one thing I can't cook is anything to do with actual baking. Ah, uh, yeah. Can't do it. I'm useless. I, I can make food and I can make, you know, any type of cuisine, but actual give me cake stuff, things, mm -hmm. I'm useless. So you'd be on MasterChef, but not on Great British Bake Off? Definitely not. I would definitely have a soggy bottom every time. <laughs> as long as there's no buttons coming out of it, it's okay. Um, moving swiftly along, what <laughs> what do you wish you knew before you started? What do you wish you knew before you started your business? I wish I knew that I was the one holding myself back. I wish I knew that there are so many amazing people in the same situation who are just willing to help you out. Yeah. And will, if you ask them for help, they'll be like, right, so this worked for me, that worked for me. Um, yeah, I wish I knew that it isn't as scary as it can be, as you think it is. Yeah. But at the same time, I've got a job, I've got a full-time job, so it's I, I've got money coming in every month. Would I have been able to do this if I didn't have that? No, I'll, I'll be honest, because like everyone else, I've got bills to pay. But yeah. I do wish I would have just gone for it earlier. There's there's loads of people who are willing to give you a hand up, um, loads of brilliant networking opportunities, loads of people who want to see people do well. And that's that's what I hold on to. That seems to be like an overriding theme I've noticed with lots of people that start their own business, whether they're in it full time or whether it's their side hustle, um, that they wish they'd started it sooner. That's yeah. such a common answer. Yeah. I mean, it's it just taking the leap, isn't it? Yeah, it, oh, it totally is. And it knackers me, honestly. I'm so tired because I get up like six, I work a couple of hours, then I go, then I stop and I go to my full time job. Then when I finish that, I like eat and do what normal people do. I would talk to my husband like for the five minutes a day that I usually do, <laughs> grunt at him, bollock him for something or something like that. And then I work for another couple of hours. So, it, I mean, it's tiring, but it's, it's, it's so worth it. I love it. It makes me laugh so much. I get so much joy from it. It's just hilarious. It's brilliant. When you love it, it's not like... Yeah. work as wanky as that sounds yeah, no, but when you love it it's easier yeah and the aim is that it isn't a side hustle anymore in the future I want to be like fully present and really mm -hmm. I mean I've got such big plans I think you've got to have big plans I you know I, I really do think what's the point like well I'll do this and I'll do that and then I'll stop it I've got massive plans whether they happen or not I don't know but I'm bloody gonna have a good time doing it and having a go at it I love that. And looking at your website and the amount of products you have and the amount that you show up on social media, yeah. I would like, I was really shocked to find out that it, that that wasn't your full-time job because yeah. there's so much there. There's so much that you put into it. I yeah. really don't know how you have the time to do that with a full-time job. It helps, it helps like that. I don't sleep much. <laughs> <laughs> it helps that I have a chronic insomnia. <laughs> Because I've got like an extra three or four hours a day that most people don't want me sleeping and I'm like laying in bed with my eye twitching. It's like now, it's like three o'clock. I can't get up. That's ridiculous. I can't get out of bed. It's three o'clock in the morning. And then by five past three, I'm like, right, I'm just going to get up because I, I don't, oh, I don't sleep that much, which can be good and, and bad. But it's just, I maybe, I don't know, maybe I'm part machine. I just don't seem to need as much <laughs> sleep as other people. I don't know. Yeah. 
everyone's different the way they work I think you've just got to find what's right for you races too but I'm dead aware that that's it's not good and it's not healthy and it's not sustainable I know that but I do like have my downtime and I do there'll be nights like that I don't post anything on social media or what I tend to do is one weekend I'll schedule you know like uh four weeks posts but also my business you have to be reactive so you'll see posts that are scheduled and then other times it's like I'll sit and I but I do take breaks I mean I do look after myself Mm -hmm. I'm a big fan of scheduling I'm not going to go into that but yeah, it's such a good, I'm constantly telling people they need to schedule their social media posts. Even yeah. if they do what you do and they just schedule a little bit, yeah. it just makes such a difference. It does. It really doesn't. It's like social media doesn't, unlike you, it doesn't come natural to me. That yes. is something I totally, I've had to learn, I've had to work at. Um, and I'm, I'm all, like, I get so nervous. Like we're talking about being nervous before. That, that's what makes me nervous. Social media makes oh. me so nervous. Which I is would bad. never have guessed that from you. Oh, my God. Honestly, I think partly it's because I'm, like, practically blind. So, and I never have my glasses on. I'm one of these lazy people. It's like, <laughs> I can't see without them, but where are they? They're upstairs. Can't be us going to get them. <laughs> so then, like, I'll type something in and I read back and I've got, like, I don't know. And then I, I look at it and I'm like, that. oh, my God, that, none of that makes sense. But when I looked at it, it <laughs> fine um but uh yeah it just I don't know I'm always worried about like writing the wrong thing or and it's not that I'm worried about being offensive because that's the business but it's Mm -hmm. not mean offensive I don't know it's just it's something that it's it doesn't come natural to me I have to work at it um but yeah it's just the way it is that's so interesting because I would never have guessed that looking at your Instagram I'm and I'm, I'm honestly so winging this and doing it great. Then that's brilliant. That's good to know. You're not winging it. It's all carefully prepared it's carefully and scheduled. Yeah, yeah, it is. Yeah. <laughs> <Edit> that. <laughs> Cue everyone now going to look at offensive occasions over on Instagram. Offensive occasions over on Instagram. <laughs> um, speaking of offensive. Are there any words deemed too offensive? Do you think for offensive occasions? Yeah. So it's anything related to any type of hate speech that would never, that's just no, uh, it's an mm-hmm. absolute no, 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 no for me. But if, if, here's the thing, Marty, offence is subjective. It's a very personal thing. So yeah. I find, so if I was to call you stupid, I think that's far more offensive than some of some swear words. It's the intention behind words mm-hmm. I and and I mean people may be listening to this amazing podcast first <laughs> podcast ever <laughs> and they may disagree with me and that's all right but so no there would never be anything related to anything that could be seen as being hate speech definitely not if you don't like it jog on you don't like it scroll past I, I, yeah. you know it's not for everybody but if, if people go and if people are not aware of offensive occasions if after listening to this Go on the website and have a look. It's nothing mean. It will just have you laughing. So is it yeah. offensive? The words could be seen as being offensive, but they're not. It's not designed in that way. Yeah. It's all if in that, good fun. That makes sense. It's it? total good yeah. fun. Um, yeah. So, but it, it, again, it's the intention behind words, I think, that's mm-hmm. make a word offensive. God's sake, in Glasgow, I mean, one of my best mates calls me by the C word. That's a term of endearment. 
Yeah. I, I don't, it totally is, yeah. But I could totally see why people would be offended by it, but if you are, then offensive occasions isn't for you. And that's all right. You know, mm -hmm. you can buy cards without piss flaps and blazing all over it. <laughs> thousands and thousands of places go for it. You know, I don't I love that. I'm, I'm not going to be for everyone and, and neither is offensive occasions. But I think I said earlier that people who we are for are really loyal mm -hmm. and get supportive. So, yeah. Yeah. And I think that's for a lot of businesses. Like my personally, my business isn't for everyone. Yeah. People either. I'm not the shiny marketing expert. I just speak in normal language. Yeah. I try and make it quick and easy. My Instagram definitely isn't shiny. I love um, your Instagram though. Oh, thank you. I that's love it. So I, I, that's, it really appeals to me because it's normal and it's a real yeah. person and because you don't use a lot of jargon. I think mm -hmm. there's nothing more disempowering for people and if to you use words that people don't understand. And that's not being patronized and saying people can't understand jargon. But I just think you're off to you, you're on the wrong foot from the get go if you do that. Yeah. And, you know, who wants to have to if you do, if you have to look up a word or you have to it makes you feel daft. It makes you feel stupid. Yeah, it makes you feel bad. Feel stupid. You know, yeah. um, I love your social media. I think it's amazing. Oh, I really thank genuinely you. That's do. So kind. I, honestly, I, mean, I would not do this podcast with you if I didn't. <laughs> if I thought you were an arsehole, you would not <laughs> be here right now. <laughs> And you know that's true as well. I do. <laughs> yeah, I do think it's like with so many businesses, you have got your own little audience. Yeah. If you're trying to appeal to everyone, not just for social media, because this is a big yeah. thing in social media, if you're trying to appeal to every single person, you're not doing it right. You need uh -huh. to corner your market of people that get you and understand your business and they will be loyal to you. Yeah. And that's far more important than having, say, a billion followers. A hundred percent. Yeah. hundred percent. Totally. I mean, I'd love a billion followers. Yeah, I'd wouldn't they all? Wouldn't we? <laughs> That'd be a bloody amazing, wouldn't it? But let's go. I mean, I honestly, today, I nearly I nearly passed out with excitement. So I noticed today when I can be asked checking these things because I'm pretty lax, I've got, like, I hit over 3,000 followers this morning. Wow. Which for me, I mean, I thought like I'd be lucky if I get 300. I mean, genuinely, I was just like, that's so brilliant. I was just like, wow, 3,000 people have invited my nonsense onto their feed, which I think is just, I'm so chuffed. And I know for some businesses, they've got like, oh, yeah, well, I've got 30,000 or I've got a million. But for me, that's like, wow. That is amazing. That's more followers than I've got. Oh, I feel like you know. <laughs> right, send me some chocolate with fuck off on it and I'll you know, be all I, right. I will, I will send you a present. <laughs> send me chocolate with I've got more followers than you, you suck. Oh, can you imagine? Now that really would be offensive. <gasps> mean. I love the sound of that. Oh, I would love I would love that. I think that needs to be your next thing. <laughs> um, <laughs> Now, I know we love Scotland because we've been talking about how amazing Scotland is, but if you were exiled from Scotland and you had to live somewhere else, where would it be? Why are you making me think, like, so hard in the morning? <laughs> like, my brain doesn't kick in until about, well, usually after I've had 11s. Um, right, let me think. So I would, well, obviously I'd go to my home home first, England, mm -hmm. Um 
Where would I, no, do you know where I go? Right, my me and I've got really good friends in Harlem, in the Netherlands and Holland. Oh, and yeah. I, I met them when I was finding myself years and years <laughs> ago. Like, so we've been friends for about oh, I don't know, like 18, 19, 20 years, and we go and see them every like couple of times every year. So I would move to Harlem in the Netherlands just so I could annoy the shit out of them <laughs> on a daily basis, and they love that. That would be great. That's where I live, I think. Yeah. Yeah. That would be an amazing place to live. I'm so it's jealous. Gorgeous. I'm oh. saying it like you're going to actually go and live there now. I don't know what. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe I will one day. All I know is, then again, no, it's too cold. Actually, the t the climate's too much like ours. I'm going to rethink that because I think I need to be warm. Mm. I don't do well with the cold. Do you not? No, I'm always cold. But you live in Scotland. I'm uh, always cold as well, and people always say that to me, and then they go, oh, don't you miss living in Australia where it's warm? They do it in that exact tone of voice. Uh, well, <laughs> when I was in Melbourne, I was like, I don't know why, I was so shocked that winter was bloody freezing. Yeah, it's still proper winter. It was like real distinct seasons, but it was freezing. No, maybe I need to rethink, maybe I need to be anywhere where there's like a nice pool and warm weather and drinks. We might have to do a part two. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I will. I'll think about that. Have a think. Um, and last question. Where can we find you? We know you're on Instagram. Yeah. Can you give us a shout for the website? Of course. Yeah. So website is www.offensiveoccasions.co.uk. It's amazing how many people spell occasions wrong, including me. I actually, I was, no, no I was promoting it. I was like, my husband was on me. He's like, I was like, I'm not getting anything back from this. He was like, you spell occasions wrong. <laughs> That's a dickhead. So it's offensive occasions. So occasions is O-C-C-A-S. I-O-N-S. Um, so that's the website. I know I always have to check it because I get it wrong all the time, which is just ludicrous. Love so that. I'm on Insta. So that's at offensive underscore occasions. And Facebook, it's at offensive occasions, no underscore and two capital O's. So that, that's where you can find me. I'll put that in the show notes as well. So oh, people can see. check yeah. me. I've got show notes now. Oh, you're <laughs> fancy, Marty. Thank you. I love it. Oh dear. I'll have 3,000 followers in no time, won't I? I hope so. This is such, honestly, it's such a, this, this podcast is a brilliant idea. I think it's great. And I know you are a massive, massive supporter of small businesses as well. Um, so yeah, this, I think it'll be dead successful for you. I really do. Although I don't think starting off with me who's probably sounds like Lily Savage was the best idea, Marty. I'm going to be honest about that. They're the people I want. Come on. I don't want their everyday, how can I say this, normal people. Yeah. I want people like us. Yeah. Far more entertaining. Come yeah, on. Definitely. No one's going to want to come on the podcast now. They'll be like, am I not normal? <laughs> No, it's not good to be normal, is it? Stick to your guns. No, you're not normal. Exactly. That's why you've been invited. Exactly. Um, well, thank you for being my first guest. Oh, you have been you. awesome. Um, and as I said, I will stick those links into the show notes. Um, and if you've loved listening, I would love it if you would subscribe and review the podcast, mainly so I know that people are actually listening. Um, feel free to drop me a DM and let me know your thoughts on Instagram at Wee Bit Social. Um, and 
that's it for the first episode. Thank you so oh, much, Angie. Um, and if everyone can keep listening until next time and don't run with scissors. We'll see you soon. <laughs> <laughs>